This morning, we had the Pharisees coming all the way up from Jerusalem, and I wasn't even really thinking about this, but Father Sarmiento had mentioned to me, that's not like walking from here to Geneva, which is a far walk in and of itself. From Jerusalem to Galilee, where these Pharisees and scribes have come to see Jesus, is a four-day walk, and that is a long time to walk in the desert, especially when you can think of this humid weather outside for four days. No, not for me. But they had come all this way to speak to Jesus. And he had obviously really become popular in that area at that time. So they're coming, and I don't think they have the best intentions in mind. I don't think they're coming, you know, to break bread and to become friends. But they're looking very skeptical at everything he's talking about. And for them, a very big thing, an important thing, was the law. Going back to what we see in the first reading, all of Jewish history, it was very important to make sure that you had a proper relationship with Christ. And the way that you did this was to follow all of these hundreds and hundreds and thousands of laws that really just would bear down on an individual and it would become exhausting to follow each of these laws in regards to the way you buy food, to wash your hands, to go to bed, to relate with your family members. And if you were ever unclean, you had to go through this whole purification process. And our Lord is sitting here going, guys, you really missed the boat on this one. This is not the point. You're, you're really far off on this. And he's saying that, you know, while it's important, obviously, to follow the traditions, it can't ruin, run your life. It can't be the thing that is dominating every point of your life to the point where you're losing charity. They would separate themselves between clean and unclean people. Who could worship? Who could not worship? And I think that sometimes we can fall into this in our own age a little bit. We can sometimes go into a church and we can put out this exterior that we're doing everything right. But our Lord is saying it's the interior that really matters. You know, being in seminary, you go and uh, I've, I've just gone back. I've been here full time this last year, but just this last week, I had my first full week of classes for my last year's seminary up at Mundelein Seminary. And just over the years in seminary, there's been all those times where you walk into chapel and you see the perfect seminarian. It's, it's the whole thing, you know. They're kneeling, their heads bowed, their hands are perfect, maybe even a quiver of the lip. And you just walk in, you're going, I'm done. I can't even pray. This guy is obviously the best prayer in the whole county. You know, like, what am I even doing here? Right? Now, while his exterior is, you know, he's got the posture down. He's, he's, he's you know, he's there. He's ready to be a statue. We don't know his interior. I hope that it's good. I hope that it's where it needs to be. But none of us know what's going on in our hearts, right? There could be, he could be thinking about bacon. I don't know. He could be not praying. So the point is that it's just as important to have that interior as the exterior. Now don't hear what I'm not saying. When we're at Mass, we need to have the proper posture for the situation and the actions that are taking place. This is the most important thing that we can do in our day. The most important thing we can do in our week. We're before our Lord. We're going to the foot of the cross. We're receiving our Lord inside of us. If any of us were to go to a judge or a political figure, it would be a different clothing situation than maybe going to a birthday party. If we were going to a concert and our favorite band was playing our favorite song, you know, we wouldn't be slouched kind of just thinking about what lunch is tomorrow. No, we would be singing our favorite song. Come on. 
Now this is not going to see a political figure. This is not going to a concert. This is much more than that. So I think for each of us, even though it's going to be different to who we are and the way we find ourselves able to find reverence in situations, we need to be intentional about what we wear. How do we act? Where is the interior of our hearts during Mass? Do we sing along with the songs? The Gloria, the Creed, these are monumental moments in our week. Other than receiving communion, they're very important. After this, we'll say the Creed. This is what we believe in. This is what people have died for. Are we thinking about the words that we're saying? So I invite you to find that balance, to take to our Lord, where is my exterior? But more importantly, as Christ is saying, where is my interior? Where am I at in my prayer life with Christ? How serious am I taking you know, these moments of prayer? Because it is a balance. We do need to have the exterior, but there are laws in our life. There are laws in everything that we find important. From the moral life, to political things, to a baseball game, right? And in each of these, they can be looked at in two ways. They can be looked at as restricting your freedom, pushing you down, not allowing you to, to do what you want. Or it can be that you're able to more fully appreciate whatever that situation is. So if I'm going out to a baseball game and all of a sudden, you know, the strike zone is wherever, I could throw it to the first baseman and that would be a strike. No, that's not going to be a way to play the game. There are certain rules in order to enjoy the game of baseball. When we're driving on the roads, I can't just decide to start driving on the left side of the road because I think I'm in England or something. No, if you want to get to where you're going while keeping your safe and other people safe, you've got to follow the rules of the road so that everyone can participate it in a more efficient, effective, and life-giving way. The same thing with our moral life, the same thing with the decisions we make every single day. Our Lord is saying, yes, you've got to have the exterior about you of being a good person, of being a good Catholic, but it's the things inside of us that really can tear us down. All of these things that our Lord mentions, they keep us from fully living. They keep us from being free, truly free, to say yes to Christ. They keep us from having the ability to receive the love of Christ. Now each of us have the opportunity to say yes to Christ, to say no to Christ. That's the difference between doing good and doing bad. And one of my favorite priests who are, you know, he's out there in a public way right now is Father Michael Schmitz. He's from the Diocese of Duluth. He works in the Catholic uh, Center of University of Minnesota Duluth up there. Father Michael Schmitz said recently that a saint is ruthless saying no to sin and relentless in saying yes to God. So all of us want to get to heaven. We want to be saints. We need to be ruthless in saying no to sin and relentless in saying yes to God. We say the Liturgy of the Hours uh, as, as priests and seminarians, the whole church, we pray this prayer in one of the night prayers every week. It says every week we read it. It's always one of my favorite readings that come up. It says, brothers and sisters, you must not grow weary of doing what is right. And this opportunity that each of us have this choices every single day. And sometimes we can just get bad habits and say, this is kind of who I am. You know, I just have these bad thoughts sometimes, or I, I, I have these vices in my life and, and they're a part of me. 
No sin or no bad habit makes you who you are. Each and every one of us are first and foremost a son and daughter of God. So therefore, anything that we have in our life, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that we receive in the Eucharist, that we receive in the sacraments, can overcome what we have keeping us from fully embracing life, to keep us from fully embracing Christ. So how do we do this? How do we work on this? We have the sacraments. And particularly, the most important one in this is confession. And I know sometimes confession can be a big and scary thing. I remember at times in my life where I was just horrified of the idea of going to confession. That the priest, someone I looked up to, Father Sarmiento, such a model of holiness, that I would go in the confessional <laughs> and tell him where I've messed up, you know, the last couple weeks. I couldn't do it, you know. The priest is somebody I looked up to. But we can't allow ourselves to be walled off. That's a lie from Satan. The confessional is an opportunity to receive mercy. It's an opportunity to receive freedom. It's an opportunity to live life fully. So if there's been any aspect of your life that's weighing you down, I invite you, consider going to confession. I remember talking to a friend and she was going through a few things in her life and she's like, I don't, something just feels off. So I just, it, it's, I'm not fully there right now and I don't know what it is. And as we talked, there had been some things going on in her life and I just said, when was the last time you went to confession? When was the last time that you brought this to Christ? Not to be judged, not to be put down, but for our Lord to say, come to me, I love you. I don't want you to have to deal with these anxieties in your life. I want you to live more fully. The sacrament of confession is such an amazing encounter with Christ, such an opportunity for healing. You know, we go to Mass every week, sometimes even more during the week, and that's a beautiful thing to receive the Eucharist. But like today, Father Sarmiento and I, we're going to Mass four times today. All the downtown Masses, we're here. Boom, 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 boom. I know intellectually that's the most important thing that I can do. I know that receiving Jesus, I'm having the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Creator enter into my soul. That's amazing. But it's the third time I've gone to Mass today. Like, I might not be feeling over the moon about it, but that's okay. Grace is not dependent on emotion. We still know that our Lord is going to be working on our hearts, giving us the grace to go out and for the next week be the men and women that we're called to be. But confession, oh my goodness, when you go before a priest and you humbly encounter Christ in the sacrament, being completely transparent. I went to confession yesterday. I literally felt like I was going to float. I had to tie myself down. It was an amazing feeling. I love going to confession. It is my favorite sacrament, but it gets a bad rap. It's hard. It takes humility. But our Lord recognizes that we would have the opportunity to go before him and be like, this is where I've turned away. This is where I've failed. Help me. Give me the strength. I want to fully embrace you. I want to, on the both exterior and interior of my heart, fully embrace you. And brothers and sisters, when we do that, oh my goodness. Your life will never be the same. So whether it's been a week, two weeks, a month, a year, five years, 20 years, I don't care. I really invite you as you receive the Eucharist today to ask the Lord, should I go to confession? Is there anything in my heart that's pulling me away from embracing Christ? 
Brothers and sisters, I know that it is a tumultuous time right now, specifically in the church. And I want you to know that at the seminary, uh, it's affecting each and every one of us very deeply. And resounding way, each and every one of us have said, we want to be the best priest we can for the people of God. And that whatever's going on, this is the time of life that Christ chose each and every one of us to live at. And as we go to the foot of the cross and the sacrifice of the Mass, as Father lifts up the Eucharist, the host, and a miracle will take place, and that bread becomes the body of Christ, we recognize that in this time, Christ is calling us to be there with him at the cross, to pick up his cross and to be that light in a dark world. So I invite you, as you receive the Eucharist this day, ask the Lord for the grace to ruthlessly say no to sin and relentlessly say yes to God.